What's up, everybody? We're in the dish pit. Welcome to the new, another new adventure in Threads and Dreads. A new adventure. Series of shows. Now under the umbrella, the TND umbrella, new yeah. program. Thanks Interview for show, in. Untitled Sneaker Show, Dish Pit. That's right. And we're talking all things service industry. You mean Pat are in the biz. If you're in the biz, give us a listen. Tell your friends. I think this is going to be a fun little thing we got going here. Um, But let's just, dude, what have you been up to, man? I know so, we both had couple weddings yeah uh well my yeah i went to a wedding my brother got married on the fourth of july Fuck last yeah. month in jamaica beautiful it was like a postcard jaman we just got all the photos back from that from the photographers that they all came out really nice everyone yeah. looking good was it uh how hot was it down there dude? so it's it gets muggy man like it's so damp like you know we were talking about you know we're buying bud down there and shit and like the shit just doesn't cure properly because it's always so the moisture just in the air too moist dude. oh it's crazy so your best bets to just break it all out and let it sit out overnight and even then it's still like like there were things in my hotel room that i hadn't even worn yet that were like soaking wet Ew. <laughs> yeah that's soaking like, wet but damp see i don't like that dude that's too hot yeah. dude i don't i'll do well in humidity yeah my girlfriend hates the heat she she handled it well though all things considered but we're just going to the beach every day or the pool it's like true. We're, I mean, we're, we were staying cool that's for sure i'm trying to be in i'm an inside cat dude <laughs> i like to be indoors let's hit a little ac let's pop a movie on well it was nice the yeah the room did have ac one late night after we got into bed little uh what was that movie jeepers creepers was on the tube damn the first one Dude, I haven't seen Jeepers Creepers in a minute. I used to get that song stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, that movie's creepy. Second one sucks. Second one's pretty bad. I've never seen the second they're like, one. It's really dumb. Like It's like some high school football team, and they're like stranded on their, their school bus breaks down on the side of the road. Been there. And Classic. The, the Creepers coming out of, after them like one by one. It's just a weird setting for a... Who's the main actor in the first one? I feel like it's... That's like, Justin Long. It's like the first oh, movie. Oh, yeah, it's Justin it's Long. Like yeah. probably one of the first movies he was ever in. And then... And he went on to do like super good things like Tusk. A Tusk. Um, I heard Tusk was freaky. It just have you it's seen just it? Dumb. Yeah. Oh, it, you've seen it. Yeah, it's not good. There, there's the intrigue. I guess spoiler if you've not heard of Tusk. Well, yeah, they turn him into a walrus, right? Yeah, they turn Justin Long into a walrus. But like, how high was Kevin Smith when he saw a Human Centipede to be like, I can, I can make a better version of this? It, it just it. The like name of the show, it's about two guys. It's Justin Long and Haley Joel Osment. They have a fucking podcast called the Not C Podcast. But uh, it's in the movie. In the movie, but it's spelled N O T S E E. And the whole idea behind it is Justin Long visits places while Haley Joel Osment's character just stays at the studio. And when he comes back, he tells him about the adventures and he because he has not seen any of it. And it's just like a dumb, shitty, like weird Nazi joke, I guess. Mm -hmm. You're just like, all right, well, this is fucking stupid. Because he could not see it. Yeah, yes. he, not, he did not see it. Um, That's pretty bad. And then he travels to Canada and fucking basically is drugged by this old guy. Yeah. And the guy just starts fucking cutting them up and the dude's insane and just loves walruses and wants to like fuck these walruses yeah i've seen the like weird patchwork walrus justin yeah. long image and it's kind of burned in my head so I'm i mean like, from, I, I get the gist from jeepers creepers to that dude like what a rise yeah and kevin smith has this weird new obsession with 
Canada, like the these other he new movies. He loves movie. Canada. Yoga Hosers took place there. Yoga too. Hosers took place there. Yeah, what, what? It's like out of nowhere. They though. and they're all in the same universe, so maybe we're just moving up north. He's friends I of guess. the north. He, he, yeah, that's a whole new market. That, yeah. I recently new, just found out there's eight million people that live in Toronto. It's like New York City. I had no idea. Yeah. It's just more spread out. Oh, for sure. There's yeah. a ton of people. Toronto's I had, huge. I had no idea. I was like, oh, that's cool. They just spread their cities out big, dude. They're like, why don't we just not have it packed? Yeah. Let's have a couple suburbs in here. Yeah, probably the way to go. Everyone living on top of each other in New York. It's pretty I don't know. Rough. I like that. Living in New York is just like bragging rights at this point. Like, it's not practical to live there. <laughs> yeah, but it's so fucking cool. It is cool as shit. I mean, of course, if you're in a certain industry, too, like that doesn't hurt either. But kind of restaurant server. Yeah, <laughs> they clean up, man. They Dude, you probably do. I saw uh, something on Instagram the other day that it was a chicken finger basket. 16 chicken fingers. Oh, how much? How much are you paying for 16 chicken fingers? Mind you. Two dips. Just two? <laughs> two dips for 16 fingies. Like, what do you think? First of all, that's a lot of food. So I'm going to guess it's at least 50 bucks. At least. Right? North, up, up, up. north of 50? North what, of 50. 130. Dude. $90. Oh, my goodness. I feel, That's insane. For 16 chicken this fingers? Is, was this in New York City? Is that what you're saying? Right, that, it was in New York City. Why do you need so many chicken fingers? It's like for a table. Oh, okay. That it's makes like sense. a big appetizer. Yeah. But now, are we like, talking like tenders, like breaded tenderloins? Breaded. Or, or are we talking like the flat boys? <laughs> the flat. Yeah, no, the like kind of flat red, ones. The Red Rose Tavern the, ones. Yeah, yeah. they look like uh, they were just like a flattened out like chicken Like got run over by the car, yeah. Yeah. Like pounded th- yeah, we had some of those after the concert on Wednesday. They were those good. aren't, those hit the spot though yeah, sometimes. Any chicken like finger. Like GFS, you know, yeah. Any chicken finger really is good yeah it's kind of hard to fuck up i mean as long as you cook them all the way i think you're in business keep the breading on there okay as long as they're not raw you're good so um that's a good segue we're talking restaurants people we're We're talking front of the house back of the house you name it dude any on top top of the the house house. dude guess what underneath the house where you smoke cigarettes yes so yeah that in the basement. So my first restaurant job I ever had was at a little Italian place in Lakewood. I don't think we're going to name names for any sake, you know, just just to keep things on level. But it is closed since closed. And I was 15 and I started there as a dishwasher, as most people do. You know, that you got to work your way up the ranks more or less. Shout out the pit. Shout out to the shout out to the pit, dude. Respect the dishwasher. That's rule number one working in the restaurant. I think everyone should kind of have to start there, you know. It, um, I eventually moved up to Busboy, which was kind of more my bread and be- butter. But I, you know, I see so many servers out there that have never had to work that cleanup role. Yeah, and uh, it, it totally shows. You have to have that some sort of like you know, you're either a dishwasher or a, bu- a busboy or a bar back to kind of move up the ranks. It's only fair, and uh, and you get perspective. Yeah, you get perspective. It also just shows that like every job has its like shortcomings to it. Yeah, and no one is necessarily like. In a, you know, there's times where everyone seems to be doing nothing. That's how every people don't get that. Sometimes it's like, hey, when this person, when you're like, well, they're not doing anything. It's like, well, they just worked all day. Yeah, you there. They have like a 10 minute break or whatever. It's like you've not done anything. Yeah, it's brutal. Like you, now it's your turn to start. Oh, yeah. By the time I got to my current place and I was a bus boy. So I was like when I was 17, we did 
everything for the servers. We weren't, they didn't even like calling it. My boss didn't even like calling us busters. He's like, you are assistant waiters. You are there to assist them. Yeah. You're doing the dirty work. I mean, we had to clear every round of plates before the next course came. That was, you know, pre-busting was mandatory. Filling water glasses, doing all the cleanup at the end of the night. All they really had to do was put some shit in the cooler, wipe down the countertops. They'd moonwalk out of there, man. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> the, give a fuck. And so by the time I actually made it to server... A lot of the busser positions were just kind of getting phased out, mostly because we didn't really have anybody. No one really wanted those jobs. Everyone just wanted to serve. So, but yeah, now like we, we do have a busser now, but for a while, you know, it's like you, you know, I went from like having to do just the busser job to like doing the busser job and the server job because we didn't really have bussers, which was fine. You know, you work a little bit harder for the money, less to tip out at the end of the night, which is nice. I was going to nice, say that's kind of like the, the yeah. wins, wins and draws, dude. But the, my first restaurant gig, we were talking about under the house. You know, yeah, we had the basement, and that's we had a little locker room down there. But the basement was huge. I mean, it was in Lakewood, so there's a lot of big basements in Lakewood to begin with. Yeah, the place was massive. And the one thing that stood out about this place is, as my job as a busboy there, we had you know linen napkins, but we didn't send them out to a linen service. We had a washer and dryer in the basement. Oh fuck! And I yeah, was literally dude. washing napkins throughout the shift, like. And we we rarely run out. I was on that shit, dude. Like, I mean, dude, it's also you I can put, put a, a lot of na- detergent in there. Like, it was so weird, dude. Like, you're also like you can fit a lot of fucking napkins in a like washing oh, yeah. machine. Dude. No, it was efficient. Like I said, like we almost never ran out. Like we were on that shit, man. Damn, but like it was so funny. But the place was huge. There was even like a little like tool shed all the way in the back that they did one table in. No, we would smoke weed in there, oh. of course. Well, yeah, that's also <laughs> that what was that's the for. room, you know. I did. I've smoked in a couple of restaurants in my day. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of them I didn't even work at. The first other day, people I the knew first time at. that like, I like ever smoked with everyone at the restaurant, we had just closed down, and fucking a homie in the dish pit just lights up a joint right in the kitchen, and I'm like looking around. I thought it was like a joke, and everyone started hitting it and this and that. I'm like, oh, is this how we're doing it? Okay, because the owners were never there. Like the uh, and there was no like the servers just ran that place. They just did whatever the <laughs> what fuck they want. Yeah, yeah, like the Lord the, of the Flies. Dude, 100% inmates running the asylum. Like, the, the uh, bartender would just count the drawer at the end of the night and lock the door, and then we would leave. Like, it was crazy. No one, I mean, no one checked anybody out. Like, it was all just off of uh, the honor system. But it worked. The, the tables were clean. The floors were clean. Like, I mean, at that point, you just have everyone else holding you accountable. Actually, and I think that back. The, the head chef was kind of running. He was, like, in charge, more or less. But he was smoking a joint with us. So. Yeah, he, he also didn't give a fuck. He fucking ruled, man. He, uh, he was an old, like, industrial... Prog rock like metalhead dude who would play at the club next door back in the eighties. Yeah. So like by the time I worked there, he kind of wasn't really playing in bands anymore. But like, because you were there, what eighty nine? I, <laughs> I didn't start at uh, I didn't, your spot. I didn't start there until like 06. So he was already not in bands anymore. But like, so he would literally like work half his shift, go like play a gig, and then come back and close the restaurant. Like, it was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean that dude is just like whatever, man. And I'm that's just, supposed to be rocking. And that's the nature of the industry. I mean, it, it's a lot of, uh, it's like the land of misfit toys. Though, you know, I'm reading Anthony Bourdain's uh, book, Kitchen Confidential, right now. And it, the reoccurring theme that always comes back is it's much like being on a pirate ship. You yeah. Know? I mean, like, and especially when he started working in restaurants in the 70s, like, these guys had, like, literally, like, they looked like pirates. They had big hoop earrings and tattoos, and they all just would carry their knives with them. Like, that's, Dude, that's fucking dope, rad. Though. This Ooh. is this is before you know people had, were rocking tattoos. Like everyone had tattoos and everyone had like piercings and shit. But yeah, that was it's always just been a more out there type of group. Yeah. So it leads to like that kind of person at that time, someone who's more expressive to be drawn to it. Mm-hmm. And it was sick. It just was for and for so long, it was kind of a best kept secret of how like crazy it was yeah and then i feel like 
with Bourdain, with like Kitchen Confidential, and then just some of these other chefs coming out on the internet, you know, evolving. It's like now everyone's just like, oh, big tattooed crazy people are like yeah. chefs, dude. That's what a chef is. Yeah, like, and they like a lot of adventures. But yeah, he kind of blew the lid off the whole operation in a good way. Like it just kind of yeah, it would have eyes a little bit. It would have. It just showed people that all cooking isn't this hoity-toity fucking white jacket, like pristine, you know, little dainty person doing this thing. It's like these kind of like tough, like fucking rough around the edges type people who are just amazing at their job and are coming up with things. It showed that it wasn't such an elitist culture. It's not. So many people did it that you wouldn't even imagine. Yeah. He wrote this book around the time of like the celebrity TV chef. Yeah. And he like shits on Emerald like numerous times. Oh yeah. He calls him like an Ewok. Oh, for (laughs) sure. Cause he looks like an Ewok. It got so so bad. Like his other chef, buddy had like hit him up. was like, Hey man, you got to lay off Emerald. Like he's actually a really nice guy. (laughs) And I think he did actually meet him. He's like, yeah, he was cool. I'm sure he is a nice guy, but when you're in that position, oh, and you, he knew how to cook. That was the other thing. It's like, oh no, Emerald actually does know how to like fucking bang in the kitchen. And I completely get that. It's like fucking Bon Jovi, dude. It's like, <laughs> sure, man, but you still want to make fun of him. <laughs> yeah, I'm still gonna make fun of you, dude, because it's easy. When someone's like, dude, he can really play that guitar. It's like, great, man. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it's funny to make fun of you yeah just show him a picture of him in the 80s yeah. this was you bro this was you this is you now <laughs> you own an arena football team yeah dude um dude what other names does he call out in there we get any oh, other name um, drops not really well he mentions other chefs like actual like chefs that weren't like tv chefs that he like yeah. like the one guy his name's uh is it eric rapport eric repair repair yeah he you know he mentions him in this book and this was before he even met him but he mentioned him from a position of admiration okay. and was so flattered when he hit him up like, Hey, I loved your book. Like we should meet sometime. And he was like, dude, this is awesome. And that's when he started with travel shows and all that. And that's when it was like harder to get a hold of people as well. Like you had to put some effort in. Yeah, I bet he had to make some calls to get that number. More it wasn't, or less. Yeah. It wasn't just like text someone, send me over the number. It's like, Oh, Hey, I got to call like the restaurant or I got to call like a publisher. Mm-hmm. You had to, Took a little bit of effort. It wasn't just sending. He didn't sign the DMs. Yeah. Well, the coolest part about when he wrote this book, he was still working at the restaurant. He yeah. was still running things over there, and it was. It's just really cool. It's a cool story, and it, it kind of like rekindled that. And watching his, the documentary about him kind of rekindled my love for the industry. I actually, recently just went back waiting tables in my other restaurant. Took a little break from. I think I just need a little hiatus from that type of lifestyle, that type of uh, day in day out. But I missed the hours. I missed the money. I missed just the experiences. I yeah. mean, my, I was telling you the story earlier. One of my first weeks back, I got to wait on Killer Mike from Run the Jewels. Dude. And he gave me tickets to the concert. And I got to see them and Rage Against the Machine. And like, if I hadn't gone back to my job, if I hadn't picked up that random shift on a Tuesday night, girl's like, hey, can you work for me? I said, yeah, no problem. It would have never happened. It was meant to be, man. Uh, that is a weird, crazy yeah. kind of destiny Because I really story. wanted to go. Yeah, it was cool. I've never had anything like that happen to me. And he was super nice. Shout out Killer Mike. You're the man. Hey, and I know someone's got $5 who could subscribe to Patreon. Boom. Killer Mike. <laughs> we'll see you there, bud. If you subscribe, I promise we'll do a 10-minute segment on Run the Jewels. Yeah, dude. Promotional for you. We'll do a research-based from, episode. From us to you. I will research. I will read at least three web pages. But so, for those that don't know, Pat has more of a retail background. You know, So, is this Shout Sense out. Gig your first restaurant gig or no? No, I've like worked uh, some catering and at 
uh, two other places. But yeah, I mean, I did retail forever, and it's a fucking it. It's more of a night. It depends on where you work. Is really like the whole thing. Because I feel like uh, disliking where you know working at a specific restaurant in service industry or like disliking working or loving working at a certain retail shop. Sure. It's like, it all just depends on clientele, what you're doing, wh- how everyone else works with the team. And that's really the part that is a fucking wild card. If you're going in blind or just knowing what something is, it's like, Oh, I know what fucking red Robin is, but you're just like, yeah, maybe it's chill because you're in like a chill po- fucking little suburb or something. And it's, you know, the same 35 people yeah. there every single oh, day. Yeah. Or it's just you're in like the middle of a shopping plaza and you want to kill yourself every day because it's like 12 little kids sports teams going in there every day. Fucking, you know, 14 local drunks who Red Robins, their like shitty bar that they drink at. Where they can whisper mild racisms to each other yeah (laughs) like why does it gotta be a red robin (laughs) um it like it just all depends it's such an up in the air thing the most of the places i've worked have all been chill yeah i mean target everyone knows i wasn't a huge fan towards the end but like i liked a lot of the people it just you get yelled at by a lot of people well with retail and service industry yeah that's one thing that you'll see all the time but it's not exclusive to those two businesses, but I would say for those two businesses, it's huge that you find a place where you, you get that level of comfort and you hold on to it, you know, oh, especially yeah. if you plan on doing it for a while. Cause it's like, we all know it's not the most glamorous work out there, but if you have a good staff and it's a good restaurant or you know, retailer pumping out good product, you stick around and see where it leads, you know? And if you're happy, that's all that really matters at the end of the day. If you don't dread like literally like, going to every shift, you know, yeah, that's when at the place I just left, you know, it was just kind of like the job itself wasn't bad, but like a lot of my opening duties and this and that, I would just, and it was a little earlier than I was used to. I would just drive in and grew like, oh man, I really don't want to do this. You know, They're like this does not, yeah. sound but fun. I don't have a lot of days like that at where I'm at now with waiting tables and stuff and where I'm at downtown. It's cool because it's a revolving door. I wait on new people every day because yeah. people from conventions uh, that are in town for whatever it may be like, you know rubber makers you know like we just had like an fbi convention like i mean the law enforcement I mean, you get everything and then you get all your your couples that are dr- driving around the country we came to see the rock and roll hall of fame and we just bought and like that's so many like, especially right out of the uh, oh man like right out of the pandemic everyone was traveling domestically so like oh, everywhere yeah. from like illinois indiana new york pennsylvania like that's only a couple hour drive for them they don't care so they come out and so it's cool. Like, and, cause, and that being said, like, I've come to realize, like, I'm not crazy about, like, regulars. Like, unless they're actually, like, my friend. Like, oh. they're, like, cool. Because the thing about regulars is there's plenty of people in this business. They have all these regulars, and they might only like, like, 30 or 40% of them at the most. Like, <laughs> the that's what's ones rough. are just, yeah, I mean, I feel like it all depends on who the, how much business you're doing and who the regulars are. And because, like, there's places at bars where it's, like. I've been at bars where I'm like, oh, this person's definitely a regular, and everyone in this building just hates this person. Yeah, like, and it's all about how they say it. They'll be like, they'll be like, oh yeah, he's a regular, he's cool, or, yeah. they'll, or they'll be like, he's a regular. Um, yeah, <laughs> like it's the way. Just they don't, say it. just try not to listen to him yeah. or let him do anything. There was one dude that I swear uh, used to go into this bar I worked at, who. For sure, stolen valor situation. Oh no! He just always was fucking talking about 
like asking people about the military and then he was telling people he was in the military but it's like dude you're wearing a digital sand camo jacket which is like not what they wore in like vietnam or whatever it just everything was just it just ne- never checked out it was fishy yeah yeah and he was just always like talking real like one of those old dudes that's just always hitting on every woman in sight and you're just like Hey, dude, stop doing yeah. this. Like, in his head, he still looks like he's 25. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, he's like, oh, I'm just teasing. It's like, yeah, dude, we're not doing that anymore, though, man. <laughs> we're not, like, teasing that way. Like, you can't just, like, you know, kind of touch someone's shoulder. Yeah. And people aren't into it. Read we, the room. Read the body language. We, but here's the thing, dude. That person probably, two can't even see letters. I mean, he's probably half the time touching a nice fella on the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> nice fella in a little fucking tank top, dude. He right. thought it was a lady. He's showing a little skin. Yeah. He's like, oh. I'm into tattoos. <laughs> um, but yeah, regulars, I mean, there's a bunch of people that you can just... Sometimes it's the perfect person because they yeah. come at the end of the night. It kind of signals to you that the night's over. I've There used to be a dude at that same bar who would just come in last, like maybe hour of the night or whatever, he'd get two beers and just be like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to start putting chairs up, man. And he was like, yeah, go for it. Because he also worked at like somewhere over in like Ohio City at a restaurant. And I was like, he's like, yeah, I get it. And I was like, cool, dude. I don't care if you stay here. Just really, we need to sweep this up and like get this all done. There's two kinds of people in this world. The ones that get it and the ones that just don't get it. Oh, people who just ask questions that you're like, what? I don't even know what you mean. You're putting by up the that. chairs. You're turning on the lights. Are you guys closed? Are you guys closing? Are we? Are we keeping you here? Are we? Are we keeping you here? Are we keeping you here? And you're like, <laughs> I mean, I have people all the time tell me, yeah, we're about to go in a minute, and they stay for another half hour. Like that's just rude, man. Oh, this at, is like a, a flex, man. Dude, oh. at the bar, there used to be people who would come in and they'd just be sitting there talking, not drinking, like. Well, that's, a, that's a problem. Not our, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm going to start cleaning up because you're not drinking. Like, you're not eating. You're not drinking. You're – what are you doing? You're just Loitering. sitting here. Yeah. Loitering. So you don't get, like, extended time. Once the, out, once the drink or food is done, you have a 15-minute window that you can figure stuff out. Where are we going? What are we – are we going to do this or – I'll give you 15 minutes. That's, that's being generous. And that is a wildly generous. <laughs> that is insane. I almost said 10 minutes, but I, 15 sounds better to me. Because then you can say, call it a quarter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it just makes no sense to be like, dude, you got to go. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, I, It's funny. I wonder what, like, cause I go to a lot of bars. I wonder what people say about me. I am a tremendous tipper, though, so I think it maybe is. But I'm not a pain but, in the ass. But either, here's so. the thing is that only applies if you're if you're sitting at a bar. And here's the thing. it You could nurse a beer for 30 minutes or 45 you know, minutes, whatever. Yeah, but I don't do that. But, <laughs> like, as long as you're, like, kind of consistently, like, you know, having a beer, drinking a water, actively doing something, even if you're sitting there reading or on your computer or active it's like hey man really don't need you in here for the next five hours trying to just chit chat with me while i'm like i mean the bar i worked at i didn't have to do a ton honestly but it's like i don't want to sit here with you man and just bullshit because i don't i already don't i'm talking to you because i work here not because i'm like 
You're the best. Dude, There, there's this like kind of like schlubby like gay dude that hangs out at like Lakewood and Rocky River bars and like everyone knows who he is. Oh, yeah. And the, the one guy I was at this place in River because they started describing him. They were telling a story about this guy and all these wild stories he was telling. I'm like, are you talking about this dude? And I like, kind of described him like, yes, we call him Cocaine Meatball. Because he always talks about how he's got sick name. So he says that he's like cocaine he's like, meatball. He's like a million. He says he claims he's a millionaire. Yeah, obviously, he has, probably is. Of course, claims he has more money on the way because of some sort of lawsuit. Blah blah. Oh, you know what? His parents invented Velcro. <laughs> no, not, he's not. Not even that cool. No, like crazy shit. Like, and he just rambles. Like, if you're sitting next to him, he's just gonna be telling you all this. Says he's got like the best hookup on cocaine and blah blah blah. Or he do, does coke with a lot of celebrities. Uh, yes, like. Cheryl, Cheryl Crow is like a, a close personal friend in this and that. Like all uh, the, all hello. this crazy shit. Snow with the crow. <laughs> hey, that would be his eye. Snow also weird that like I have a strong feeling Cheryl Crow is not hanging out with a guy who's telling everyone yeah. that he's doing cocaine with Cheryl Crow or like so, it was something wild like that. But also it was just funny because when I was at this bar and they were just they were like talking about this guy and then they called him cocaine meatball. I go. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that is. Because he kind of looks like a meatball. Was, there was a dude I knew who was kind of similar situation, Lakewood Bars. Lakewood has a lot of these fellows. And, yeah, and I've known a good amount of them. Um, but this dude camped us at the bar and we were like, oh, what's, hey man, what's been happening? You know, you're clearly very under the influence of something. And. He's like, oh yeah, I've been good, man. I've been good, dude. I've been doing, I, you know, I've been, I got so much going on. They're always doing great. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. What are, What are you doing these days? And he's like, I'm a hitman. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And my friend was like, wow, well, that's that's pretty cool. Get the fuck out of here. You said that. And too? we were. Our first thought was that usually I have a feeling that a hitman doesn't tell you. He's not just at a bar, like, open advertising that way. Well, they're not supposed to. They're not. Like, <laughs> at least a good one doesn't do that. things uh, slip through the cracks from time yeah. to time. <laughs> and um, I, we ended up, someone ended up taking this dude's card and going to another bar around the corner, ironically. Uh, <laughs> and he opens a tab and we're... We meet him over there, and this dude is like, we're just drink, drinking beers off this guy's tab that we opened. Not we. I didn't open it. Someone else committed this. Sure. And I, uh, the dude comes in, and he goes, let me get you guys all a beer. This is the guy who told us he's, <laughs> he's a hit man and that he's, you know, uh, he's real plugged in. And I was like, this sounds like a plugged in guy. You know, I've watched Sopranos. Usually they tell everyone what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah, especially strangers they haven't seen in 10 years. Yeah, that's rough. You know, God forbid any of us was a cop. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you don't know what I do for a living? I mean, or just like a normal person who'd be like, I'm going to go tell someone that this. <laughs> like someone who didn't know that you're just probably a piece of shit alcoholic. Yeah. Was like, oh, this guy thought being a hitman was at least cooler than being an alcoholic. And so we're at this next bar and he's he goes, let me get it. Let me get you guys all a drink. And we're like, oh, fuck. He's going to realize he doesn't have his card. And he goes and gets around, brings it all back. He goes, uh, he goes, and my tab was already open. Perfect. And we were just like, he like thought it was just like, they had the bar just had a tab for him going. 
Like, no, dude, you gave him a card. And we were like, no, we gave him your card, dude. You're good. <laughs> uh, they were expecting me. That's a, uh, I mean, bar life is just so much worse sometimes. It just, especially like depending on the area. Yeah. I've seen people streak across the top of bars. I saw a lead singer get pantsed one time. I mean, everyone knows. Oh, that's rough. Lead singer, yeah. pants, sublime cover cool. band. Oh no, yeah, honey, how's the show tonight? Oh, it was good. The, yeah, until well, it was good until that guy, yeah. a guy, pantsed me. Yeah, it's like, oh, honey, not again. Halfway through waiting on my Ruka. Yeah, boom, pants down. Boom. Now my little dick's, dicks out. Dicks out. <laughs> but it's just what an to pants someone as an adult is one of those things that's definitely like, oh, this is just a crime. Like I don't think you're definitely like in the jurisdiction of someone being like, if you are pretty soft, you could be like, that's a crime. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a crime. Pretty much. Regular people are like, oh, I'm pretty embarrassed. That yeah. was not cool. I'm obviously we're not gonna call the police. Size, size dictates the crime that was committed. Yeah. The the uh, I mean, just the level of crime. Yeah, just it's mostly it seems like a. Uh, just a very like angry white person thing to com- call the police for. I have a couple guesses of which bar this happened at. Or was this in Kent? No, this this was all in. In the CLE? Yeah. Well, the LWD. The LKWD? The, the Lakewood. Okay, I have a few guesses, and they're probably, well, at least one of them's right. Yeah. But yeah, the bar life's different. But I mean, they make good cash, you know. But it's, it's just unfortunate, the whole bar scene itself. It's like, you're, you're a fucking, after 12 o'clock, you're you're a babysitter. You're an adult babysitter. Yes. And you have to fucking just cattle these kids around, you know, especially if you're out on the west end of Lakewood, like forget about oh, it. Oh, that is that's where it's almost like the worst though, because you're just trying to figure out like there's nothing to do over there. And it's just people standing there getting as drunk as they can until yeah. they're all just falling down. It's like there's nothing to do when you're like at any of those places. You're just like Yeah. All right, well, I'm just we're in this packed bar and we're just all re-seeing everyone from high school. Yeah. See, like we're at the age, we're kind of past that, but it's funny. A lot of people aren't, you know, around that like Thanksgiving time, you know, cause I used to live over there. So the one bar over there, yeah. not around the corner, not West end, do okay. the math. There was a line to get in. Yeah. You're and like, if anyone what? knows this place, like, yeah, it's cool. I go there all the time. I'm not waiting in line to get in. <laughs> yeah. Why is there, is this the Roxbury? What the fuck is uh, the appeal? Yeah. Is there a door guy here? Uh, actually, it's probably because it might be cheaper than the other two. That's probably why there was a line. I mean, also, all of them are like beers for $3. No, not really. Uh, ATC is kind of expensive. Is it? Uh, yeah. I haven't like, gone It's like four seventy five for a Bud Light. Okay. It's kind of out of control. I mean, I got kicked out of there once. I think we all have. I peed on the porta potty. You were close enough. That's what I said. It's, <laughs> I'm so close. And someone's in it. If I went in, it'd be a crime. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, one other thing I wanted to touch on because you had mentioned it earlier, old jobs catering. You said you did oh, some dude. catering gigs back in the day. Yeah, catering sick. As have I. Were you a fan? Uh, I thought it was like completely fine because it's a, cer- a good side hustle. At a certain point, you realize that no one sees or cares about you. Oh, like, that's you're, true. You're just so completely. I and I noticed it. I was thinking about it this week because I went to that a wedding. Yeah. And I'm like watching this guy and this dude comes up to our table and he's like, hey, did anyone get the pasta? And we were all like, no. And he's like, no one got the pasta. <laughs> and we're like, nope, no one got the pasta. And he's like, 
today and we get vegetarian. And we're like, nope, nope. It makes me wonder sometimes. I'm like, how high are you? Yeah. Because I know There's I did three this options. job. <laughs> and then also this dude came back around a second time to double check the pasta situation. Apparently no one picked up this pasta, which honestly I regret be, not being like, yeah, fuck it, dude. I did the pasta. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty what good. What did you get? Everyone got chicken and steak. Oh, okay. they get, It was like a little trick. They gave you uh, the options on the card. Yeah. You know? And I picked steak. And they gave you chicken, I, too? everyone got chicken and steak. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, it was good. It's wedding food, too. You know what I mean? There's never, like... It, it was the wedding party's gift to you for showing yeah, up. You know for what? Sure. You guys get both. It's, it's also, like... I've never really had a lot of... I've been to two weddings, three weddings, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, I've not been to a lot. So I'm like, I don't know what the food situation's always like. I feel like it's usually just pretty, like, middle of the road, like, buffet style. Like, yeah. And when I was catering, that's pretty much, like, like what food. it was. Yeah, because I worked at this place in called Manakiki. I always love the name of it. But it had a super sick uh, lower-level, like, outside courtyard it was thing. a catering hall it was a country club oh, okay and they so they had like a big hall and shit and uh i catered out of like a different company that just worked out of there all the time that was their like home one of their home spots their home bases yeah 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 dude but you're fucking just you're in the wind man that fucking event starts dude where are you i don't know I'm walking around this motherfucker, dude. I'm just, I'm fucking like, I'm almost pretending to just be casing the place. I'm like a fucking, I'm like a damn Snoop. Oh yeah, like there, you are very much a fly on the wall in any catering scenario. Like yeah. it's usually like you're just, you were just asked to do it. Like you know, you can make a career out of being a waiter or a cook. You, you know, career caterers, there's not a lot of them unless you're like the chef. Yeah, because you're not make, you're not like making a ton of tips or just. Whatever they're going to tip in the whole time anyways. Most of it's hourly. Every catering gig I ever did was just hourly. Yeah. I mean, I got we got tipped out at the end for sure. Oh, that's cool. Um, But it was also just like, yeah, there's one person there who cares at all. And it's whoever the manager is. And there's a great possibility that that person doesn't really care. Yeah. But it, it is a great intro into that world as far as uh, especially like table service because like you're just setting down a plate of food you know yeah. like you're, you're they're telling you where to go and you're running the food to a specific place then at that point all you need to learn how is how to take orders you learn a menu and oh learn how to talk to people <laughs> and you do and still end up talking to people a little bit and it's like you can kind of make you make the best out of it you get to take home a fuck ton of food always that's true there's always people that didn't show up people that didn't need anything cake there's so much fucking cake oh, yeah. after every wedding. I was going to say, what do you think the percentage of people that actually eat the cake at a Dude, wedding? 30%? 35%? Maybe. Yeah. I would almost put it at 25% take. Or, hold on, let I me mean, think about bakers how Bakers get rich off the shit people throw away. Because you got to buy the whole cake. You have to buy the whole thing. And yeah, it's like maybe a, a couple, you know, twice that amount takes one bite. It's like they said the same thing about Heinz. He didn't make his money off the ketchup people ate. He made his money off the ketchup people threw away. Facts, dude. Think about it. you put all that ketchup on the plate. You don't always use all of it. No, you dude, know? you're throwing away half that. I, there's people with condiments, dude. Too people go too hard, and I used to be that way on dips. Yeah, sure. Because I'll tell you what, fucking, you want to run out, you know. Uh, little love to happy dog, but I used to be on like, let me get all the dips. Yeah, I do like and all the dips. But here's the problem. Now I got 
10 dips. I don't know what the fuck any of these are. None of these are labeled. The chimichurri was the best. So, But I'm just like trying to taste through and figure out what they are. The one that I'm like, this is the one I like the most. Guess what? I ate all my fucking tots trying to decipher which ones <laughs> these are. I'm trying to fucking, I've blown it. Yeah, you blew it, dude. Um, Do you remember which sauce it was? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. It's better give a, me better give me ten it's more. It's probably like an Asian zing one. You gotta give me like that's 10 always more. my go to Asian zing. Yeah, or like uh, the chimichurri one's good. I like. That. I remember I don't like the Alabama white hot sauce or the white barbecue sauce. They have that at Happy Dog. Yeah, that's I one of the sauces. About. Yeah, I've had that. A little too rich. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, it's hard. Like, I like a good Asian style, like a peanut sauce or a fucking like or a sweet thai chili yeah sweet yeah. thai chili oh that's fucking even like a ginger soy type thing Poof. it's my that's my anything southeast asia just fire yeah food zone top notch but catering for me yeah it's it you can make some money and yeah you always get some food to take home but for me i always like i just preferred to serve because like it was more especially where i'm at where i wait on people from out of town and stuff you get to chat them up you get to know them a little better you can tell the, uh, suggest places for them to go around yeah. town and that'll be reflected on your tip line you know like catering is usually just hourly or whatever uh at my place we do also do we do events we do banquets and yeah. that's catering style basically so yeah like what so do you want? Chicken, you salmon, or 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 uh, steak? Buffet, or you do? No, 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 it's plate. service. But yeah, like it's three. It's a little men- printed menu. You do take the order, but it's, like, it's three items. Or you know, oh, yeah, yeah. what do you want? Steak, chicken, or fish? That's all. And then hey, what do you? Hey, what do you fucking want? I mean, steak, chicken, fish. It's pretty easy, but people do fuck it up. You know, we got people on the parties. You know, especially the base. I think we can do is like forty or fifty people, and you just got to make sure you got the t- you know the position right and you got the right table going, but. I always then like I'll work the banquets every once in a while, but I would much rather be on the floor chatting people Doing up. The regular and, thing, yeah, schmoozing, shaking hands, kissing babies, chicken, beef, a fish. Which one do you want? <laughs> you know what? I'll decide for you. Yeah, you're gonna have the fish. <laughs> it's because we're out of the other two. It was a fucking trick question. You get what we gave you. Welcome to the banquet. Thank you for your donation. I waited on this table of ladies one time, and I was like super nice to them. They were like I don't know, like middle aged or whatever, and. I, think, I couldn't tell if they were out of town or whatever. I think they were because they had this, ate at this other place downtown the night before. And they, went, they were like, you know, I just want to say you were so polite. And you were so friendly. We went to this place last night and the server has taken my order. And I asked, she asked about my salad dressing. I said, what kind of salad dressings do you have? And all of a sudden she gets the whole table's attention and goes, all right, ladies, listen up because I'm only going to say these once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Big Can respect. you believe that shit, dude? That's sick, dude. Respect that person who said that. I'm not saying he knew oh, that every, she knew that this server knew that yeah. every single one of these ladies were going to ask them which dressings that for they sure. Had. She had already she had already probably fucking assessed that whole situation and was like, they're not going to tip me. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. This is like one of me. My yeah, that too. But <laughs> no, my whole thing too is like, this is just like petty grievances. But it's like. I'll sit there. You know, I'm take. I take five other people's steak orders. I ask you the same question every time. What's the temperature? What side? Yeah. You better know the fucking sides because they're written right there. And I literally just listen off of the first last three people. What sides do you have? Mashed potato, baked potato, fries, Brussels sprouts, cream spinach, cream corn. Uh, and then the next person asks me the same exact question. I go, bitch, you were sitting right next to this, but you didn't hear me say any of those. Like, oh, no. The best is when someone... People want you to read the menu for well, them. Well, they want you to read the menu. And then people also want to hear the whole menu and then they go okay um i'll do cornbread oh yeah and you're like that 
is not a choice. No, Are the, you fucking joking with me right now? Well, or, how it always starts is they sit down. They go, well, what's good here? I go, well, would you like me to go over the menu with you real quick? They're like, yes, please. So I give them the whole spiel. Yeah. We got great seafood, but we're more of a steakhouse, blah, blah, blah. And I'll just have the burger. Like, that's just, that's yeah. just brutal. Like, at least be like, I think sometimes, you know, thanks for going over all that with me. But I think I'm just going to go, you know, middle of the road. This that time. I'm that I totally get. I'm not like if I suggest something to someone, it's not. It doesn't make or break it's the same thing me. With the draft list, and they go, "I'll just have a Bud Light." Yeah, I don't. Yeah, to me, I'm like, whatever. Um, but it is sometimes. I'm like, I'll like put orders in for people, and I'm like, "You're not gonna like this." I know, and, it, and it's not. Cause you know, it, when they're gonna complain, it's not because it's bad. It's just because I know what something is, and I know what they saw it and think it is, and even when I explain it to them, they're not taking in that at all. They're just like. No, this is going to be really sweet. This will be a really sweet drink. It looks sweet. It looks like it'll be sweet. And I go, oh, no, it's it's actually kind of herbally. It's a little bit more uh, spirit forward. Okay, it's going to be sweet. I think. <laughs> and then they get in. I go, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't. I don't. And I go, oh, well, if we, okay, well, let me get you... What else do you want? And it's like it's not what I thought it was going yeah. to be. Yes, and it's like that's <laughs> fine. There's like I get it, and I appreciate people trying stuff. But you're also like, oh man, like you should at least like a server's going to tell you the real truth. Like they don't want to do this order twice. Because well, yeah. Also, it's a waste. You got to exactly. dump that shit down the drain. I. I always get nervous when people order something off the menu and they don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. That means they don't know what it is. It's different if you go to like a Mexican place and you don't know how to say the Mexican word, but yeah. you read the description. Like, but I don't know. It's very weird to me when people order like, you know, you don't know what piccata is. Why are you ordering it? Yeah, that, <laughs> you're probably not going to like it. You're, they're just adventurous. They're well, so that's adventurous. good. I guess that is nice to people who's try new things. I know people that won't try new things. They, yeah. they know what they like and they ain't changing now. I mean, I get there are people who only get like they'll get certain beers because they're like are in it you know they just want a beer and it's an inexpensive one and it's like they're trying to pronounce narragansett and you're just like oh man i and i am never gonna correct you because who like i don't even i just go okay gotcha and i because i want to go they're like uh naga nagas (laughs) nagasetta and i go uh one narragansett yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you don't want to like make them feel dumb. No, you can't. Because if do I that. did that, I'd go. Uh, sorry, not seeing that on here. I got a Narragansett. If that's what you meant, you fucking bozo. <laughs> you but no, I would never do that. So it's like that. I get too because I'm like, oh, it's just a cheap beer. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's a light cheap beer. Like, and I tell people, you know, that weirdly a brand that's on the come up, dude. Yeah, well, they've I been actually, around forever, but I like their beer. It the the official beer of Jaws the movie. That's right. It was their big claim to fame, and they retroed the cans. Yeah, right now to look like the ones from. Yeah, they always have it on from Jaws. Yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, I always get it. They have it on draft uh, sauced in Lakewood. Shout out, no, really? shout out, shout out, sauced. They do a good job over there. I don't even know. It's uh, in the that INA building, uh, or is the IRA <sighs> building, and it's across the street from Melt. It's right across the street. Oh, used, okay. Used to be World of Beer, then it was yes. yeah, something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. Sauce is one of those places that it's a building that always feels like it's been empty for so long since. Wasn't it an Italian joint? No, that, no. That, well, it's the same building, but that's a different storefront. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's been like a million different places. Uh, 
Uh, one thing I want to talk about too was um, we talked. We mentioned it briefly last week. Uh, same ciders. The people that sit on the same side of the booth at restaurants. Oh yeah, the classic. Disgusting. Yeah, you know, you see this out and about. Foul. What What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. It, hey, heads up. If someone's not getting a fucking HJ or a little fucking finger doodles, then y'all got sit on the opposite oh, sides. Oh, dude. it's happened before. Usually, it's drunk people after a Browns. That game. I'm okay with, dude. Yeah. That I'm like. No, but this guy was like starting to fall asleep. Like he was a little, he got a little too relaxed. We, uh, saw, yeah. we all saw it happening, and like. All of a sudden, the server comes back. He's like, we're going to need that food to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, uh, it's like I sometimes have a sitcom, you know? Yeah. I mean, dude, that I'm okay with. Dude. If you're doing a little hand play, stay on that same side, brother. Yeah, I guess as long as the pants stay on. I mean, we serve food here, people. Come on. Yeah. I, I'm, like, I'm up for a wild card. But otherwise. Get a room, you two. Let, uh, you guys sit across, dude. Sit in the same side is kind of weird. It is weird. Unless you're out with another couple, that's the one exception. Yeah. Even if you're with another person, you go same side, I feel like it's fine. Yeah, it's very interesting. But to just be in a restaurant and someone go same side as me, I'd be like, dude, hey, no. I wonder who the first person to ever do it was that just broke the barrier. I'm wondering if that's, maybe that's how they used to do it. It was like, the, it was like the first person ever smiled in a, fo- a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that was like, what if I looked happy? Yeah, no. They, they were like, you better not. Yeah. Like you can never smile that long. Yeah, there's like a picture of like this Chinese immigrant, and he's like, it's from like 1901 or something. He has this huge smile, and it says it's literally one of the first like recordings of someone smiling, smiling. in a photo. In a photo that like is in public record. They were like, dude, we're about but this. It's so weird because it obviously looks old. It's black and white, and he's in a very traditional like you know early 20th century Chinese like uh, haircut fit. and all that, and the yeah. fit, and he's just like smiling. Like you don't see people smiling on photos like that. Yeah, you're like what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Is this kid dead? But also, a lot of that had to do with because sometimes, like, you'd have to stand still for like a full like sixty seconds while the, they took well, the photo. It's even like longer than that at some point. Really? So, like, yeah, there were times where it would take like I want to say it was like thirty minutes to do like a photo, dude. Yeah. No, no way. Yeah, thirty minutes. That's a drawing, son. I don't know. Could have been <laughs> a fucking drawing, dude. But it took a while, and they were just like, yeah, no one wanted to fucking sit there. And back then, it was t- miserable too. Everything outside smelled yeah. like poop all yeah, the time. Clothes were itchy. Everything's itchy. All the food tastes like nothing. It's just bread and mush. Yeah, like I was just listening to this podcast. They're talking about this was like 1600s. It's like Salem. It's about like Salem witch trial, oh, yeah. trials. And they literally said, every day you don't choke on your own phlegm is a good day. It, yeah, they, that's what. Choke God, on your own phlegm and die. Get, God bless you came from like, oh, you sneeze. It's like, hey. Good luck. There's very little blood in there. You must be very healthy. Yeah. Wow. Look how well you're doing. <laughs> and the, and back then, also, how many psychopaths do you think were just fucking murdering people? Like, do you think... Here's my oh, question. Yeah. This is a little off the beaten path, because I usually don't care about, like, serial killer stuff. Yeah. But do you think there were... Because I know there's like, oh, first recorded serial killer, probably, I don't know, like, 1500s or some shit. But it's like... How do we know there just wasn't like a bunch of dudes who were just in weirdo little towns out of nowhere that they're like, these they don't got a newspaper. They don't got anyone. All they know is fucking Tommy didn't come home the other night. And now that's all they have to go. He's gone. Yeah. And someone's like, well, he was taken by the dragon. He was going up near the dragon's lair. And he was going for the dragon's horde. He was going for the dragon's heart. And he, and he, I told him not. I said, Tommy, no. And now he's gone. The dragon's got him. 
And meanwhile, it's just like, yeah, some psychopath just like skin this dude alive in a cave <laughs> in like the highlands. Just threw him in a ditch. Yeah, and they just fed him some they just let in him the sit. highlands. Literally they just let him sit there somewhere. Like they you don't even hide him. There's no one driving around. What's one guy on a horse possibly gonna come across this? Probably. Well, unfortunately, I think we might have to end this one early because my laptop's about to die. But Damn. I'm thinking for the next round of this of our new Dish Pit series, maybe get some countdowns going. Those seem to be popular Dude, right now. Love like, a little, good little, countdown. Little top five action, maybe top like five, top ten, maybe. Okay, M- top two hundred. Ambitious. I want. We could do two. How about two top fives? Two Let's, top. We'll fives. get two lists going just for extra content purposes. I dig it, dude. Sounds we like don't a do plan. a top ten. We do a top five, but we do two of them, so it's ten technically. Well, thanks for tuning into our all new program here on the Threads and Dreads Podcast Network. And as always, make sure you go like and subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com backslash threads and dreads. Uh five dollars. We really appreciate it. We've bolstered our numbers up to motherfucking two. We got two patrons. Is two Zach's, patrons. Is Zach's patronage in a different name? Because there's some weird email address attached to our other It patron. probably is a you know, some fake His burner, <laughs> burner, His account? burner email. I can't let people the know. The one I that he's on adult friend finder with. <laughs> um It's his only fans email. Yeah. It's his only fans email. <laughs> um but also make sure you go. Uh, follow us and like some of the clips we're putting out at Threads and Dreads Pod on Instagram. Yeah, I got some funny ones up there. Very much appreciated. We're coming back at you guys with a bunch of episodes, keeping the weekly going on. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to everyone who subscribes. We're going to see you guys next week. We'll probably have a comics corner and maybe a fucking dish pit for you aces. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Bye.